Next on PIJN News, Dr. Chaps reports on these important issues. Today we're talking about transparent leadership. How does the Christian faith inform some of the most dynamic leaders in the world? We're gonna interview Dwight Johnson, author of The Transparent Leader. Former Navy Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt took a stand to defend religious freedom by daring to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Now he helps you by reporting the news, discerning the spirits, and praying the scriptures. Would you pray with us? Here's Dr. Chaps. God bless you in Jesus' name. My name is Chaplain Gordon James Klingenschmidt, Dr. Chaps, and you're watching PIJN News. On this show, we normally like to report the news, discern the spirits, and pray the scriptures. But today we have a celebrity guest live with us in the studio here in Colorado Springs. And of course, I'm talking about a man that I have come to love. Dwight Johnson is an amazing author, but he's also a team leader who has designed the tallest lighted cross in the world. He's, he's an engineer, he is a creative man, also has written this book, The Transparent Leader, part one and part two, where he literally interviews some of the most dynamic Christian leaders in American contemporary history. I'm pleased to introduce my dear friend Dwight Johnson to the program. Dwight, I'm so glad that you've joined us today. Well, thank you. It's nice to be with you, Chap. So I'm going to just tease this book a little bit, The Transparent Leader. In fact, you've written two of these, part one and part two, and you have collaborated with some of your dear friends, some of your personal friends. And I wanted to have you, you're, it's almost like you're a biographer telling the stories of some of the most famous Christian leaders in American contemporary history, including, I'm just gonna list some of these names that we're gonna talk about. Tim LaHaye, Tom Landry, Chuck Colson, Bill Armstrong, Ken Blanchard, Adolph Coors, Bill McCartney, uh, Hank Brown, Will Perkins, George W. Bush, our 43rd president, Tom Osborne, Rosie Greer, Jim Groen, Bill Kennedy, and Josh McDowell. Those are just 15 of the 41 leaders that you cover in writing the biographies of their life story. These are Christian leaders, and how do you know all these men? Well, it was very interesting how God orchestrated all of that. I was fortunate to come to Christ up on the side of a hill under a tree in 1956 at the very first Fellowship Christian Athletes Camp in Estes Park, Colorado. And after having that experience and praying the prayer of confession and commitment, God put me into a number of unusual relationships over the last 50 years. And uh, that's how I met these guys for the most part. I also served on the Worldwide Board of Youth for Christ International from 77 to 90, which gave me another opportunity to meet some of these fine men and get to know them personally had many of them in my home. Um, well, one of them, Hank Brown, his mom and my mom were in each other's weddings 82 years ago. Wow. So we go back a long ways. And he was a U.S. Senator. And Congressman, and President of the University of Colorado, and President of the University of Northern Colorado Greeley. So we'll, we'll tell the stories of those guys over the next three shows. I mean, you have so much material and we wanna unpack some of those really transparent Christian leaders. Why the name of the book? What, why transparent? Well, I uh, was given a not-for-profit by a friend of mine in a Bible study group out in San Diego, and they lost the name of the not-for-profit, and so I prayed for three weeks about um, what we ought to call 
a non-for-profit. And, uh, and so we were able to, uh, God gave me a name of uh, Christian Catalyst. And so that's exactly what I've been for the last 50 years. And, um, and out of that came this opportunity to think about leadership and what in the world really makes a leader a leader. And that is if and when they can finally become so transparent that they let go of so many worldly things and just look to godly things for their leadership, for the way they lead and direct men mostly. And, um, and because uh, it's easier for me to relate to them, that's why I did the books on transparent. And, and when, you, when you think of transparency, it's almost <laughs> like you're looking through that person and you're seeing the image of Christ in them. These are all very godly, very Christian leaders who believe the Bible, who love Jesus, and they let that show through their leadership style. Exactly. And it's not almost as if, it is absolutely looking through them and seeing the real them and, what, and how they're wound and what has made them effective. Now, you've had obviously many encounters with these Christian leaders, but you yourself have been a leader of one of the most amazing projects that I've come to know, and that is you were the design engineer for the tallest lighted cross in America. In uh, the world. In the world. Well, talk about that. What is what is a lighted cross? And it's on the side of a mountain here in Denver. Yes, it is. One night at a dinner party, the owner of the largest mortuary between Kansas City and Los Angeles came to my dad. Said we just bought this 880-acre mountain. We want to put a mausoleum on top of it, and we'd like to have a lighted cross on the side of it at the foot of the mausoleum. Dad came in Monday morning. Said I've got a project for you. You are our lighting engineer, aren't you? And I said yes, sir. <laughs> And you so, were 25 years old at the time? 25 years old, and so I went out and met the maintenance man for this uh, huge mortuary. We looked at the side of this cross. We looked at the side of this mountain where they wanted to cross, and I want to tell you, it was just like a bad dream. It was so unbelievable, and you can see it there in the picture. Um, the mean angle of that cross is 46 degrees, and uh, we had to build it to withstand 125-mile-an-hour foothill winds, and to withstand operating 100% efficient at 95 degrees in the summertime or 30 below zero in the wintertime. So it was a fascinating project. And as we put together, uh, the one thing that gave us the lead on the lighted stations was the maintenance man. We had him go up there on the side of the hill, the top of the hill actually, and take two seal beam headlights, put them 150 feet apart. And then we viewed them at different uh, angle perspectives throughout metropolitan Denver. And it looked like Chaps was up there holding two flashlights. <laughs> Honest to Pete. It was just unbelievable. So that gave us the, th the thought that we needed to put lighted stations up there rather than a monolithic cross. And at a distance, those lighted stations would come together and look like a monolithic cross. And you can see this from literally all over Colorado. Every part of Denver, you look up at the mountains and you see the cross of Jesus Christ. Talk about your faith in Christ. Why, do, why is the cross important to you? Well, it was really great because it was so important for us to design a cross that looked like the cross of Jesus Christ, not a giant plus sign or the American Red Cross. We wanted a cross of Jesus Christ up there on the side of the hill. And that means that you've got three units in the, in the vertical and two units in the, in the horizontal or the, or the cross arm. And so we have 12 lighted stations in the, in the stroke, the vertical, 
and eight lighted stations in the horizontal. And with those proportions, that is the cross of Jesus Christ. And, um, and then we had to get the brightness level. We had to get how we were going to build those lighted stations, how we were going to support them on the side of the hill, how we were going to have them not look like a, a, a jagged line if you were off direct center. The pilots tell me they can see it from 110 miles out as they're flying into Denver. Wow. They tell me they can see it before they can see the, the city and lights of Denver. And that is a testimony of the gospel of Jesus Christ who saved you and forgave your sins by what Jesus did for us on the cross. Exactly. So when we, when we turned it on the Wednesday, we started the project in the fall of 63. When we turned it on Wednesday before Easter of 64, many people that looked to the mountains from whence cometh their strength looked up there and thought it was for sure the second coming of Christ. And that disturbed a lot of interesting comments. And it was on the front page of the paper in 64, and then it's still lit today. It's, it's a testimony that's gone on for over 50 years. 52 years this last Easter. Yes, sir. Wonderful. We're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about transparent leadership and Dwight Johnson's relationship with men like Tim LaHaye, Tom Landry, Chuck Colson, and Bill Armstrong after this. This is PIJN News, defending your religious freedom. Dr. Chaps will be right back. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign an important online petition. Today I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. I even demanded my own misdemeanor court-martial and finally, Congress agreed with me and reversed the bad Navy policy. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign that petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Please visit PrayInJesusName.org and sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Did you know religious freedom is under fire in our military today? Our troops do not have protection. For example, military chapels are now being desecrated by homosexual wedding ceremonies on bases in all 50 states. Our troops are now also faced punishment if they dare to object to sharing common sleeping quarters or common shower facilities or if chaplains dare to quote the Bible during private counseling that declares that homosexuality is a sin. Nobody in our military should be forced to violate their Christian conscience, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. Let's take action today for religious freedom. Would you sign a petition with me? Visit PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org. Let's defend religious freedom for our troops. Take action today. Dr. Chaps needs you to sign today's petition right now. Again, visit PrayInJesusName.org to sign our petition right now. Empowering you, the grassroots activist. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm Dr. Chaps, joined again in the studio, talking about transparent leadership. And it's such a privilege for me to have Dwight Johnson back in the studio. Dwight, you're not just the author of this, but you are a biographer of sorts, a, a compiler of the biographies of 41 different Christian leaders 
in contemporary history. You've written two books, The Transparent Leader One and Two, and they're both, the forward, I'm just gonna quote here, Tim LaHaye, who is a dear evangelical leader, recently departed, uh, who wrote, The Transparent Leader is a book that should be on every business leader's desk and in every business school's library. And you detail 41 biographies of Christian leaders who have transformed political history, business history, uh, ministry history. Uh, why the transparent leader? And talk about your relationship with Tim LaHaye. Well, that's an interesting one. I met Tim and Bev at a, several Christian functions. And, um, and then one day out of the blue, he sent me this letter about this friend of his by the name of Bill Kennedy, a man that you had on your show here last year and the dilemma that he had faced. And he asked me if I would please spend an hour with him. And uh, he had recently moved to San Diego. And so I did. And, um, and then Tim had told me a little bit about uh, a situation that Bill had gotten himself into. And uh, he was trying to uh, help Bill through it. And so uh, he encouraged me to get involved as well. And uh, we did. And both of us worked together on that thing. And as we as we worked together to see uh, a man who would not compromise his faith, his honesty, uh, by lying about something that he had not done, he got incarcerated for a 20-year sentence. Bill Kennedy went to Bill jail. Bill Kennedy. And it was Tim LaHaye that phoned him at least three times a week, paid for all of his legal fees, and uh, encouraged him like I'd never seen anybody encourage anybody before. And so when it, uh, Tom Landry, who had, uh, every time he came to Denver without the uh, Cowboys and his family, he stayed in our home. Well, now you get to know somebody pretty well, and you spend four weekends with them in a lifetime. And Tom said, if you'd put a book together, Dwight, I'll write a forward for you. And so uh, he did write a forward for us, but we weren't able to get that first book published until he had passed away. So I called Tim, and I said, Tim, I don't want to forward to a new book being written by a man who'd passed away. Would you be good enough to write the forward? Nice. He said, I'd love to write the forward. And so he did. And that was the comment that he wrote on that first book. And to think that the number one author in the world would say that my book should be on every businessman's desk and in every business school library is quite a compliment. Well, Tim LaHaye is not just a, a best-selling author of the Left Behind series, uh, 10 or 15 books with, with Jerry Jenkins, uh, but also his wife, Beverly LaHaye, founded Christian Women uh, CWA. CWA for America. One of the most dynamic political ministries where evangelical women are getting involved in politics around the country. They have chapters all over. This man literally changed history and he wrote the foreword for your book. Yes, he did. And he felt like he was part of it. I mean, the foreword that he wrote for the second book was so powerful, it was like, adding another chapter to it, really. He just got involved, he was so grateful, he knew most of the personalities that I was writing stories about in these books. I felt it was so important, their life stories were so impactful that I felt it was very important for people to know it. And most of these guys are so humble, they wouldn't tell their own stories, they wouldn't write their own stories, but they would allow me to write their stories in my book. So that was pretty significant in terms of the relationship that I had with those guys. But then each author edited their version. And uh, when you talk about Tom Landry, for example, here's the 
Hall of Fame coach of the Dallas Cowboys. He's been in your house many times over weekends. He would just come and hang out with you in Denver. How did that start? Well, we, we uh, I as I came to Christ through the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, we were up at uh, Estes Park one night in the middle 60s after FCA had been gone for about 10 years. And Tom and Alicia, his wife, came up and noticed a couple of places next to us at our table in the eating hall and asked if he could sit down with us. And of course, we moved over and made room for him. We recognized who it was. And he introduced himself and I introduced myself. And from that opportunity, we grew to be very, very fast friends. And so he loved Colorado, as so many Texans do. And, uh, and so I invited him to come to our home and stay with us every time he came. Well, the first time he came was 1971. I asked him to be the speaker for our national uh, day of prayer, the governor's prayer breakfast. And uh, he chose that, uh, accepted that invitation. And, uh, and that was the first kickoff for the four weekends that he spent with us. And you can read more about his leadership style as a Christian leader of of course, America's team, right? The Dallas Cowboys. He, he won a couple of Super Bowls, lost, I think, a, a couple of Super Bowls with them. Just a, a dynamic evangelical testimony of Jesus Christ. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we're gonna ask Dwight Johnson about other Christian leaders that he knows or has known, Chuck Colson and Bill Armstrong after this. Giving you a megaphone in Washington, D.C. Dr. Chaps will be right back by now you're enjoying our daily news program, PIJN News, and where else are you gonna see a TV news anchor stop and pray with his audience after every story? We are unique, and we're changing the world in three ways. Number one, we're bringing you daily news from a Christian perspective, news-making interviews. Number two, we are mobilizing thousands of people to pray to God to join us and change world history as it unfolds. And number three, we are sending thousands of petitions to Congress. I know you wanna partner with us and we have a new method to do that. It's by donating your loose change on a daily basis. Well, if you're like me, most people actually don't carry many coins in their pocket because we're an electronic society. We're donating uh, through credit cards or debit cards. We're making daily purchases and we don't have coins. So how can you donate your loose change? Well. We have an easy system where we've partnered with His Kingdom Funding for a secure automatic donation to round up every purchase that you make to the nearest dollar. Well, what do I mean by that? Let's say you go and you buy a cup of coffee and a bagel and the purchase is $5.75. And you swipe your credit card. Well, because you've signed up your card with our system, it'll be rounded up to $6 and that 25 cent difference will be donated to our ministry automatically. And you don't even have to think about it. You're rounding up to the next dollar, you're donating your spare change to us on a, on a regular basis, and you're changing the world with PIJN News. Just visit our website, PrayInJesusName.org, and click on the Loose Change icon. It'll take you through an automatic sign-up process, and at the end of the year, you will get a tax-deductible receipt of your giving for the entire year. So help us change the world today. Visit PrayInJesusName.org and partner with us to change the world. God bless you in Jesus' name. He is the intersection of church and state. Here is Dr. Chaps. Welcome back. I'm joined again by Dwight Johnson, author of The Transparent Leader. Parts one and two are available if you visit transparentleader.com. 
audiobook.com or on Amazon. You also have an audio version of this, Dwight. I listened to it when I was driving back and forth around Colorado here. Uh, and it's just a great ministry to hear the Christian testimonies in your voice because you have a deep voice and you, you listen to you on the audio version of these books. Uh, but tell the story of Chuck Colson. Well, Chuck and I go back to um, Washington, D.C. when I went back there for a presidential prayer breakfast. And uh, he invited a dozen of us businessmen in to uh, meet and greet with some uh, prisoners who were part of his uh, prison fellowship group. And uh, we became so well bonded that he asked me to serve on his board out in Southern California. And I served there for six years on that board and uh, went back on several occasions to Ruston where his uh, world headquarters for prison fellowship was. Chuck was one of the most uh, incredible men I ever knew, and he was so articulate and such an incredible writer. But his love for Jesus, his unconditional love for Jesus, was just overwhelming for me to be such a powerful guy. At one time, the most powerful guy in the world. I mean, well, he started in as came to fame as a lawyer in the Nixon administration during the Watergate scandal. Right. Actually, was convicted and went to jail as part of this is before he was a Christian. Uh, but during his time in jail, he came to Christ and completely transformed his life's mission. Instead of getting involved in politics, he began to lead a prison ministry. Prison Fellowship is now the largest American ministry to people in jail, maybe even in the world. That is in the world. That's over 40 countries outside the United States. And, and Chuck's incredible desire to make a difference in the, in the kingdom of God through the prisoners was just amazing. I mean, it's absolutely a great, great story. And he and Patty were so sold out for making a difference through prison fellowship in that regard. And so we tell part of that story in, in, in his chapter. And matter of fact, we start out the, the very first page of the chapters by saying, Chuck says, thank God for Watergate. Now, I don't know about you, <laughs> but how many guy could Thank God for the most biggest, worst dilemma in the history of mankind that we, he, that he was a key guy in. Yeah. And, uh, and because if it hadn't have been for Watergate, he wouldn't have had a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ. And if he hadn't had a life-changing relationship with Jesus Christ, he never would have started prison fellowship, yeah. which now has taken him all over the world. Yeah. And unfortunately, God took him home, I guess, about eight or ten years ago. And uh, But the impact that he made, not just in prisons, but all over the world, his speaking, his writing, you know, he was the one that came up with the first book, Born Again. Right. That was, I mean, that was like a foreign phrase. And, and, uh, and to many of us, it was. But uh, Chuck capitalized on that opportunity. You also are dear friends, or, or were until he recently passed, Senator Bill Armstrong from Colorado. Uh, talk about how you met him. Well, he uh, he and Ellen lived in our in our area. I, I started supporting him 58 years ago, when he ran for state senate first, and uh, he he had such a just an unabashed commitment for Jesus Christ. As a matter of fact, at his uh, the eulogy of his his funeral was uh, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Yeah, that was the theme of the whole thing. For I went two to hours. that last year. He was after his term in the U.S. Senate. He served as president of Colorado Christian University, where I am a affiliate faculty. I teach Bible and theology at CCU. 
but he and his leadership style were centered on Jesus. Jesus was more important to him than politics or, or academia or but everything else was sort of a reflection of Jesus in him. Oh, absolutely. I had him come out to San Diego six different times to speak at either our Men With a Purpose lunch at Christmas or our Men With a Purpose National Day of Prayer event. And each time, didn't even hesitate to come out. It was phenomenal. And, and I'll never forget the first, the first National Day of Prayer breakfast that we had him to was 1991. And we had 1,286 people there. And he had them so spellbound. And he gave the spiritual charge in, in five different times in the, in the four-way uh, test that Campus Crusade had used. And he was on the, the Worldwide Board of The four spiritual laws. Yeah. I just listened to his story. He says he came to Christ when he was a congressman because some dentist from Alabama shared with him the four spiritual laws of Campus Crusade. In his office in Washington, D.C. Yeah. And so it was really impactful. And uh, it was just tremendous. And, and, and we, we, he had a spontaneous standing ovation when he finished. And that had never happened before in, in the history of the, in the National Day of Prayer functions in San Diego, I'll tell you for sure. Sure. But he just was so impactful, and his unconditional love for Jesus was so incredible. And everything and everything that he did in those 10 years that he was president of Colorado Christian University reflected that. The staff, the students, uh, all the families that were involved, tremendous commitment. It really did. Uh, you know, we're just beginning to unpack some of the dynamic testimonies that are in this book, The Transparent Leader. And I'm gonna tease some of the names we're gonna talk about on tomorrow's program. We're gonna have Dwight come back and talk about men like Ken Blanchard, Adolph Coors, Bill McCartney, Hank Brown, Will Perkins, George W. Bush, our 43rd president, Tom Osborne, the great football coach from Nebraska, Nebraska Rosie Greer, the famous football player, Jim Groen, Bill Kennedy, and Josh McDowell, America's leading uh, apologist, wrote uh, you know, evidence that demands a, ver a verdict and so many other things. Dwight, what is your website and how can people get a hold of these two dynamic leadership bo booklets? Well, it's www.transparentleader.com. But uh, Amazon.com uh, also has, uh, carries our books, I guess. And um, we have not been active in marketing them because of uh, a number of different things. But the important thing is that people are still being blessed by the stories because they are so transparent and they, are, and they never age. Right. I mean, that's a great thing. You know, three or four of the men now have passed away, but their stories ring on and on and on. So. so if you want to teach your students or your children about leadership, this is a great tool for business leaders, for homeschoolers, get the Transparent Leader. Dwight, I'm so glad you came. We're gonna have you on again tomorrow to talk about some of these other dynamic Christian leaders. I'm Dr. Chaps, our website is PrayInJesusName.org. Please donate when you visit or call us if you want prayer. Visit, uh, call us at 866-Obey-God. God bless you in Jesus' name. We'll see you tomorrow. Today, I want to invite you to sign an important petition to Congress to protect military chaplains, especially their right to pray publicly in Jesus' name. If you remember my story, you know that I was vindicated by Congress in 2006 
after I took a principled stand for the right to pray in Jesus' name. But Congress never did pass a positive law to let chaplains pray according to their conscience. Would you sign that petition with me? Let's take action today. Dr. Chaps needs your financial support to stay on the air. Would you please send your best donation today? Please visit PrayInJesusName.org to donate online. Or you can mail a check to Pray In Jesus Name Ministries, Post Office Box 77077, Colorado Springs, Colorado 80970. You can also call us toll free right now at 866-Obey-God. That's 866-O-B-E-Y-G-O-D. Please sign up for our free emails at PrayInJesusName.org. Again, that's PrayInJesusName.org.